Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, today, my friends, I've got two or three different things we're going to do. Um, we're going to go into a discussion of something I hold very near and dear to me, which is the fact that you have to grow exponentially. And I'm going to give you a full rundown of how I did that, and which might give you a few ideas for your growth as, a, as an investor as you move on through the world. Uh, second thing we're gonna do is we're gonna look at where the world is as far as income and how you compare. And then the next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna look at the difference between the stock market, fixed income, annuities, uh, I'm sorry, indexed annuities, which follow the stock market, and uh, real estate, so you can get a general idea. So I'm going to start out here with just the average income. Let's see what this says. The average net worth, I'm sorry, average net worth uh, by age. So if you're less than 35 years old, the median net worth means half the people below and half the people above is 13900 But the average net worth, and understand the average is always higher than the median because the people at the top have a lot more than the people at the bottom. So when you average up the top people, they're always going to average much larger than the median. So median's halfway is 13,009. If you're 35 years old, the average is 76,300. Now, if you go move up the line, 35 to 44, the median is $91,000 worth of net worth. Now, I wouldn't have guessed it that high, to be honest with you. Um, but that's pretty good, actually, I think. And then you go up here to the average is $436,000 worth of net worth. Now, you've got to ask yourself a question. I thought there'd be much less than this, but it's really this high. If it's this high, you have to ask yourself, where are you at? Do you have a half a million dollars if you're 45 to 50 years of age? I'm sorry, 35 to 45 years of age? Do you have a half a million dollars? Right? That's what the average is. Now, the median's only 91000 so if you're sort of one of those middle-of-the-line people, then you fall in line with something like that. 
From age 45 to 54, the median's $168,000, but the average is $833,000. Now you move over here to the elderly people, that would be my category, 55 to 64. Um, the network, the median is 212 and the average is $1,175,000. So why do I bring this up? Because if you correspond this with the income that these people earn, what you'd find is if you had a good passive stream of income type return, you would be able to retire at just about anywhere along the line. It's just that you don't. I was looking up uh, today CDs, money market accounts, and savings accounts just to see what they're paying now. And what I'm finding is that the average of the top ones, the top ones, I took the top 20 um, that my money's in because I picked the top 20 to stay in. And in the top 20, I'm averaging about 0.47% return. So that's less than one half of a percent return in savings. So I'm wondering, what are CDs earning? Are they earning more? And I looked them up, and by gosh, they're earning a whopping 0.5. So if you want to lock your money away for three or four or five years, you can get like three-tenths of 1% more. So that's not all that exciting, right? And uh, so I started looking at some of the brochures, and I had a guy send me, he's a, he's a radio host, and he, he does financial planning. I just signed up for his free book and his information. And he sent it to me, and I looked at it, and it's interesting because he sent me some charts I thought were pretty interesting. The one chart that I thought was most interesting, it says benefits of indexed annuities with annual resets. What that means is an indexed annuity, every year the insurance company decides, okay, here's what your asset's worth, and this is what we're going to pay you. And that payment's based on some index. So let's say it's the stock market, like this one you sent me here, is the S&P 500. And the theory is that the annuity will never let your stock go down. Your value of your asset, if the stock market goes down, your asset stays the same. But if the stock market goes up, your asset goes up in value. So you should have a massive benefit over a long period of time, right? Over a long period of time, you should have a massive benefit of no market corrections. So he sent the chart. And I'm going to leave this one up to you. This is kind of interesting to me. If you put $100,000 in the S&P 500 back in 1998 and you left it in there, and if you put that same amount in an indexed annuity and left it in there, what you would see is the volatility line on the stock market is much greater than the volatility line on the indexed annuity because it never goes down. There's many, many years where it doesn't go anywhere. It goes sideways. But then the next year or two it might go up, and then it goes sideways and then up, and then sideways because it can't go down. So you would have thought that this never going down effect would really make a big difference. The fact is it made a difference. By 2020, which would be 22 years later, that $100,000 in the S&P 500 was worth $290,000. And the, the indexed annuity was worth three hundred and thirty. So it's a difference of $40,000. Now, if you look at $40,000 compared to your $100,000 investment, 
that's 40% more. But what you've got to then do with that 40% more is divide it by the 22 years. So let's just take a look at that. Point 40%, okay, divided by 22 years makes that a 1.8% higher return over the 22 years, okay? Um I could look at it another way and say, well, I guess it's actually what it is. I figured it out on what the annualized rate of return was. On the stock market, it was 290%, and on the fixed rate annuity, it was 330 So that pretty much says the same thing. It's about 40% different, 40% over 22 years, right? Then I thought about it. I said, well, let's look up what my first real estate deal did, because that's about, I got back in, in, into real estate about then, I think 1997, 98 was the first year I ever bought a, part, a house. And I bought a three-bedroom, uh, two-bath, two-car garage house for $25,000. Now, here's the difference. I didn't pay $25,000 for the house. I put $2,000 down out of my pocket to buy the house. It was 10% down, which was $2,500, 500 to closing costs, which was $3,000. But the tenant, before I moved in, the, the broker had leased the house, and he gave me at closing a check for $500 for the rent plus $500 for the security deposit. So I had $1,000. I only brought $2,000 to the table. Now, that house today is worth over 150000 bucks in excess of $150,000. So I paid twenty five dollars for it. It's worth $125,000 more. Do the same calculation. $125,000 worth of income divided by $2,000 investment, and it comes out to be a 6,250% return. Now let me read those off to you again. The stock market was a 290% return over 22 years. The fixed rate annuity was 330% over that period of time. But this single family house had a rate of return of 6,250%. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Except for one thing. It's not accurate. Why? Because did the stock market pay you any dividends every month? Did it pay you cash flow, positive cash flow every month? No. Did the fixed rate annuity pay you cash flow every month? No. And by the way, can you have an income rider on a fixed rate annuity? Yes. But if you do, then it's going to change the rest of what you get from it. And same thing with stocks. You can buy stocks that have dividends, but they're not as high-performing stocks. Usually, they're usually more conservative stocks that just pay dividends. Whatever. We're never going to finish this argument out. Um, if you're a stock guy, you're a stock guy. If you're a annuity guy, you're a annuity guy. But as a real estate guy... I'm really happy standing by my capital gain of 6,250% and a cash flow. Now, what was my cash flow? It started out that my payment was $280 and my mortgage was $500. Well, we'll figure it out when we get back. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're comparing different types of investments and their returns. Uh, before we went to break, we had uh, shown a graph here, a chart that showed the benefit of uh, a indexed annuity compared to the stock market, and they used the S&P 500 as their index that they were copying. So they showed that this annuity, which was based on the stock market, the S&P 500, had gone up over 22 years uh, by $330,000 compared to the stock market going up $290,000. So one was, the stock market was a 290% return on $100,000, and the annuity was a 330% return on $100,000. Then I talked about the first house I bought, which was bought about the same year, 1998. And I bought it for $25,000. It was originally worth $50,000. It was built for $50,000. I bought it for $25,000 out of foreclosure. It had been totally renovated by Fannie Mae, so there was no rehab to be done. And my broker put a tenant in it before we even closed. So figuring out the capital gains, it was worth $25,000 when I bought it, or I paid $25,000 when I bought it. Uh, it's worth about $150,000 now, probably more, but I'm just keeping that on the low end. Median price in Houston now is 242 So if that's the median, I know that this house is probably worth more than that, but I haven't looked it up. I'm just going by some very easy, common-sense numbers. Um, that means $125,000 capital gain over 22 years. And that is a 6,250% return. So how did it get so high? Well, I only put $2,000 down on the deal, right? That's all it was, 2,000 bucks out of pocket. So 2,000 earned me 125,000. That's a 6,250% return over the 22 uh, years. So we look over here and what my next point was when we went to break is that, but what's even better than that is that the annuity didn't pay you any income. You got no distributions. The stock market didn't pay you any distributions during that time. Whereas the house paid me, started out, the payment, I'm sorry, the rent was $500 a month for the first tenant. The mortgage payment was $280 a month. That's principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. The house was totally renovated, so there was no repairs to do. That was a $220 a month positive cash flow. Times 12 is $2,640 a year of cash flow. But that's on a $2,000 investment, which is 132% return. Now, the rents went up every year. The rents now for that house would be over $1,000 a month. And if you would have kept the same mortgage during that 30 or 22 years, and by the way, I sold the house 
after about 10 or 15 years, I don't remember exactly when, but if he was kept that same mortgage, this house would be just about paid off by now. So the point I'm trying to make is if you're a stock man, I get it. If you're an annuity man, I get it. But man, if you're a real estate person, you're killing them both. You really are. And if you guys haven't looked into that because you believe all these lies, well, there's maintenance, repair, and taxes, and tenants, and toilets, all that stuff is mumbo-jumbo until you take my class and learn how to fix it all. It's because you don't understand how to avoid those problems. You don't know how to deal with them when they come up in a very inexpensive and efficient way. It's because you don't know what you're doing that the people you know around you that are doing real estate are doing very poorly with it. Hence, they scare you away and take you back to the no-work type investment of the stock market or an annuity. So there's no involvement whatsoever. Now, there is real estate like that. It's called triple net leases. And you can go buy yourself a building. You can go buy yourself any type of uh, commercial building and land and just lease it back to a triple net lease. Triple net means you don't pay for anything. You don't pay taxes, insurance, maintenance, or repair. Nothing. Uh, As long as the tenant's in there, they're paying for everything that comes up. So there's a no-touch type investment if you're looking for one. And what do those things pay? They pay anywhere from four and a half uh, to seven and a half, eight percent at the highest I've seen, maybe. And um, you do nothing, right? Nothing. And can you leverage those? Yes. Do you get tax benefits on those? Yes, you do. So there's all kinds of things you can do. I'm going to take you today through what I did just because the stories in themselves will give you some ideas to think about so that you may figure out a way that you can get started that maybe you hadn't thought about getting started before. So I'll share them with you. First house I ever bought was this one I just told you. It was a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage house. And I'll tell you, I was scared to death to buy it. The broker took me there. He showed it to me. And I brought up every lame excuse that you would bring up on your first deal about, well, what about this and what about that and blah, blah, blah. And what if I can't rent it? And the broker goes, I'll rent it for you. I'll have it rented before you even close on the deal, and I'll give you the money. I said, oh, come on, man. He goes, absolutely. By the way, he did that. And so he rented for 500 got me the first month's rent, and the security deposit equaled the first month's rent. 500 500 gave me $1,000 at closing, and boom. I was off to making money before I even closed By the time I closed on the deal, because then it was mine. So uh, moving on from there, at the closing, the broker asked me, would you like any more of these? And I said, sure. He said, how many more you want? And I said, three. <laughs> he goes, three. Why more? Three more. I go, that's all, all the cash I have left to invest is three more. And the way I was getting the cash to invest in these way back then was I was borrowing it out of my credit cards. And I had developed a large amount of credit on credit lines uh, by taking every credit card that they ever said you could have. Every time you get something in the mail, said, do you want a credit card? I'd say yes. As soon as I get it, I'd max it out. I'd go buy something that I knew I was going to pay off anyway, and I'd max them out, pay them off, and keep using them that way and never, ever pay any interest, zero interest ever. I got up to 50 credit cards, over $50,000 worth of credit. I'm sorry, over $500,000 worth of credit. And at one point, when we come in this this story, we're going to come back to the fact that I used that $500,000 worth of credit to buy an apartment complex with it. I put $327,000 down on credit cards. Now, 
don't get me wrong. I don't believe they'll let you do this stuff anymore because they ask you for proof of funds now. Back then, they didn't. And if I could come to the table with the money, I could come to the table with the money. And that's all there was to it. So I said three more houses, and he went out in the next 30 days, bought me three more houses. The interesting thing about the story is that he bought me three more houses in the exact same subdivision at the exact same price and terms as the first one. And they were all purchased by the same or from the same seller. The seller was Fannie Mae, Federal, Federal National Mortgage Association. And they had foreclosed on all these properties and through something called uh, RTC Resolution Trust Company had taken over banks that had gone broke and took their assets and started selling their assets off also. So here was, they were selling me four brand new, and they were not brand new, but they were totally renovated homes. They were selling them to me for $25,000 below what it cost to buy them. They were giving me a 10% down loan, right? And whatever the prevailing interest rate was. Now, interestingly enough, back then, the interest rate was very high. I think it was like 11%, 11.5%, something like that. And that's why my cash flow was so low. In this day and age, interest rates are so low that your prevailing cash flow is more like four or $500 a month. I've seen even higher than that, but let's just say an average four or $500 a month. Why? Because interest rates are very low, which doesn't eat so far into your cash flow. So there I was two months into this deal and I had already bought four houses with $880 a month positive cash flow. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Dell Wompson Radio Show. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're discussing um, growing 
your portfolio from the beginning. Uh, and I started my story out. I'm just sharing my story with you because I'd like you to maybe pop an idea out some of, somewhere along the way. Something might pop out at you and say, hmm, that's an idea I might be able to use. So I started with the first four that I bought. Uh, as foreclosures from Fannie Mae, and they were completely traditional, uh, both traditional investments as far as buying foreclosures right from the bank, it's a, right from Fannie Mae itself and um, from a broker. It was uh, traditional financing, uh, although in this case, Fannie Mae only required 10% down, not 20% down, but there was no trick financing involved in the deal. After this, the next thing I ran into and I started looking for was owner finance deals. And the reason, because I didn't want to put 25% down. And I figured I could get owner finance deals, and I found that I could get owner finance deals for as low as 10% down, and 10 was pretty much my model. So I started looking for owner finance. Back then, there were a lot of owner finance deals because the marketplace was full of foreclosures. So people were willing to get rid of the stuff just about any way they could, and one of the ways is to take back a note on it. And I ran into a guy that had been doing investing, real smart guy, an engineer, who had, let's see exactly what he had. He had three different apartment complexes and I think 12 houses. And he had given each of the apartment complexes to a kid uh, and then he had given the 12 houses to another child. And he was ready to retire and move from Houston to somewhere on the East Coast in a nice, beautiful, forested home he built for himself. It was just his retri retirement dream home. And he sold me the thing. Before he sold me the thing, though, he called all my mortgage companies and checked me out uh, on everything that I had done to find out, you know, was I, you know, a good guy or not. And um, at that point, he came back and said, okay, I'll sell it to you 10% down. And he took back some interest rate. It was, again, the interest rates were high back then. I don't remember what it was, 9 or 10%, something like that. And he was pretty happy with getting 9 or 10% guaranteed income, knowing that if I didn't pay, he could take the house back. And he had already owned the house, so it was nothing to him to, to own it again, right? And so I bought that house from him. And then I went on and bought another house where there was an assumption uh, and it was, a, I think it was a FHA or Fannie Mae assumption, something like that. So I just assumed the loan on that one. All I had to do was, you know, prove that I had decent credit and enough money to put down. And it was a small amount down. And so I assumed that. And so here I was accumulating these houses, right? And then and I accumulated, I don't remember how many more, four or five more in different various ways that were just almost all either owner financed or or assumptions type of deal. In other words, I didn't go back out and qualify for a conventional loan with 25% down. I just didn't have enough money to make that a viable way to get ahead. But I was willing to look and look and look and look and look. And that's what I do now. I just, I'm at the point in my life now where I have enough real estate. I don't need to buy whatever they're trying to sell me. I can just wait. I've got to do a lot of looking. It's like a needle in a haystack. You got to do a lot of looking but you'll eventually find something and go, wow, that's a great deal. Why didn't everybody else get that? The answer, they're not looking. And answer two, as soon as I see something like that, I don't hesitate to go, I'll buy it. That's it, I'll buy it. Period, i buy it, right? And the other day I went to a dealership, I was gonna buy a new Escalade. I'm gonna give you an example of how this works. And we went from dealership to dealership and looked and looked and looked, and they just didn't have anywhere near what, anything near what I wanted as far as color, 
as far as the amenities. I wanted the sporty model, but I wanted none of the upgraded amenities. I don't need TVs in the backseat. I don't have any kids. I don't need vibrating chairs because I don't vibrate myself to sleep while I drive. I didn't need any of that specialty stuff. I just needed the, the package. It was the sport package, which makes it look super nice and gives you all the electronics that, you know, upper grade electronics you need in the car. And we looked and looked and looked, and we finally ran into one. We found it and said, boo, there it is. And I told the person, I'll buy it. I mean, it, it was, I looked at it. We looked at two other trucks on the lot. We went to that one and go, that's it. That's the one I want. I'll buy it. Boom. So the salesperson, you know, said, okay, great. We'll, we'll, we'll buy it for you. Well, as the salesperson was running around trying to get paperwork and everything, I saw another salesman filling out the paperwork with another family on that very truck. And I go, hmm. This is problematic because they're going to get their paperwork in before I do. I can see it. This guy's almost done. And he, they've already agreed to buy it. And he's already got all their, their documents and stuff put together. And uh, so I went over to the sales manager, just walked up to the sales manager, said, hi, are you salesman? Yes. And I pulled out my financial statement and I said, look, here's proof that I can pay cash for this car today. I'll write you a check for it right now. It's a done deal. You know. You'll be, you have me out of here in an hour and we'll, you'll be done. You'll be paid. Guy goes, well, sir, um, why don't you just have your salesman write it up? I said, well, because I think I see somebody else getting written up. And he goes, oh man, if somebody else is writing it up, well, then you can't get to it because, and, and I, I said, well, when can I get to it? If he said, unless they fall out and they said, well, you know, it takes a certain number of hours to find out if their credit is going to qualify them or this or that if they can whatever and I don't know what happened guys I really don't know what happened but I went and said I said okay I get it I'll sit down and my salesman came back kept filling out my paperwork and I said well they told me that I can't have it because somebody's in front of me she goes no we can get it we can get it we can get it and um, I'm telling you the story because it's about negotiating and so lo and behold um, the guy who had sold to the other people came over and started talking to me. And he said, yeah, those were my people. They wanted to negotiate. And the point was, I didn't try to negotiate at all. I said, I'll pay exactly what you got it listed on the door. I'll write you a check for it. Boom. He said, those people were trying to negotiate a deal. Because I had showed his sales manager that there was somebody else there to buy who would pay cash and pay the full price of what was asking for it, in that particular case, right, in that particular case, I think they overrid the other person. They said, well, we really can't do that with you. If you won't pay full price, you can't take it. They wouldn't pay full price because they want to negotiate, but these guys knew there was no negotiations there, although, by the way, they have massive room to negotiate, whether you realize it or not. They just didn't want to give off any prices, give the lower price because they had a full price offer in the books, sitting there waiting for them, right? Now, here's a side story on that. Because I got the one I want, I got everything in it I want, and none of the stuff I don't want, I went from $116,000 price to a $94,000 price. So I saved $22,000 uh, on the deal and have the very vehicle I want and not all the extra stuff that I don't want. And you say, well, you know, you don't have the stuff, so you really didn't save any money. You can say that, except that I never use any of this stuff, so it's waste. What is the point I'm getting to? The point I'm getting to is that I almost always win negotiations because I always say I'll buy it right now and I'll pay you all cash. And now you can't pay cash, but um, I'll, I'll buy it right now. I'll close as soon as you want. Boom. 
And that doesn't always work. But in those cases where I get the deal, it is definitely working. And in this case, I was getting a bunch of these deals by just being the first one on the ball and saying yes, because I knew what stuff was worth, because I was doing it all day long. By the way, two and a half years after I started investing in real estate at 34 years of age, I retired. So at that point, I really had nothing to do but search all day long. Okay. So now the next level of interest came along, and that was the guy who had sold me the one rent house and owner financed it called me up and said, look, I had a little problem. My kids, you know, the apple may not fall far from the tree, but Dell can roll a long ways, and my kids are kind of screw-ups, and they can't, maintain, they can't manage this real estate. And he said, how would you like to buy 11 more of these things? And I said, sure, I'd love to buy 11 more. He said, okay, here's the deal, 10% down, same deal. 10% down, same interest rate, the whole bit. If you come to the table, I'll sell you all 11 of them. Well, I didn't have enough money to do that, so I went and found a friend, a dentist, and he put up uh, the money for the deal. I put up the credit and signed for the loans. He put up the money, I put up the credit, and I managed the properties, and we split the deal 50-50. Now, here's the interesting thing. When we got to closing the day before closing, my friend slash partner in this deal said, I'm not going to do it. I said, why not? He said, because I don't think you should get 50%. I'm putting up all the money. And this was really the turning point in my career because I was willing to take just 25%. I said, how much will you give me? So I'll give you 25. I get 75 since I'm putting up all the money. And I said, yes. And my thought was, if this works, number one, I now get to manage 11 properties inside an LLC like a company. This is going to become a business and not just a house. I'm going to have a partner and not just a house. I'm going to have a business with LLC and a checkbook, not just a house. It was the next logical step for me as an investor to become a business person. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Dell Wamsley. Welcome back. Today I'm discussing the uh, early part of my investment career and how I got started with nothing and worked my way up into quite a large portfolio. So I'd just gotten done with the story where I had bought one house from uh, an owner finance deal from a guy who later came back to me and offered me up 11 more houses, which I bought with a partner. I made the concession to only take 25% of the deal because I put none of the money down. So the next deal that I ran into was two fourplexes that came up for sale. And I went back to the same partner, said, you want to do this again? And he was quite happy with the return he was making on his money. He said, sure, I'll do it again. And uh, we bought the fourplexes in another LLC, a different company. And he put up the money and I took 25% of the deal. So there we go. This started getting around. People started hearing about this. My other friends started saying, hey, I'd like to get in one of those deals with you. And so the next deal that I purchased was a 10 unit. It was uh, five duplexes together as one. So it was really 10 houses, but five duplexes all together right next to each other. And I tried to run it. I ran it as like a small apartment complex. I purchased this one. It was an unbelievable deal. I purchased for $200,000 with only $25,000 down. 
but to put up the 25000 we brought in five different families to put in 5000 bucks. So it was a no-brainer. Like, nobody's going to lose any money. Everybody put some money into the deal, right? And um, in this one, I actually put in uh, some money myself so that I was a 50% owner in the deal. In fact, no, me, I think probably only put 5000 down. So whatever I was, that's 30, 35% owner. Let's just say 30 instead of 25%. So in this case, I started seeing the value of putting some money into my own deals so that I owned a larger percentage so that I made more of the cash flow that came out. This deal ended up being a killer deal. Uh, it was making about $2,000 a month positive cash flow on a $25,000 down deal. I mean, that's just $24,000 a year on $25,000, 100% return. And at the end of two and a half years, we sold the thing. Now, by, before we had sold the thing, I had one family drop out because they moved and they wanted their money to go do something on their own. Uh, actually, the person was moving on to buying their own deals. I had another guy drop out because his wife's b job would not allow her to invest in these kinds of deals. So he had to get her out of the deal. And I had one other partner who died. And so by the time we came to the end of this thing, I only had one partner left and we sold this thing for 400 and $50,000, we bought it for 200, so that's $250,000 gain on a $25,000 investment, and that is um, 10 times return, right? 10 times return on this deal, that's just unbelievable. $250,000 capital gain on a $25,000 investment, 10 times return in two and a half years. It's just phenomenal, just unbelievable rate of return. So after that, then it was like, man, everybody wanted to get in with me and get into one of these deals, and so the next deal I did was, let's see which one was next. Oh, the next one I went back to one of the partners that had been in this deal that I just sold and said, okay, you're out of that deal now, but I got another deal that doesn't have the same issues as that deal did. Um, and the wife had just changed jobs to where she could now be in deals again. And so I got him back into a 30 duplex deal. It was 15 duplexes. Uh, that's 30 houses all in the same Circle. In other words, you own the entire cul-de-sac. It was a gigantic circle. What a cul-de-sac. It was a circle, circular drive. There was 15 duplexes, 30 houses. We bought all of them. And um, I bought that with this other guy. And we owned it, uh, I think, like 50-50 because I put up some of the money. He put up some of the money, most of the money. I put up a little bit of the money, but I already had 25% ownership. And uh, we ran this thing, did quite well. But after a while... In this case, I was getting so big that I wanted to go do apartment complexes, and so I sold my share of this deal off to him, and he took over the deal and managed it himself because it was so well set up. He didn't have any problem with it, and by that time, he had been retired also. So, you know, he's sitting there with a couple deals under his belt. Then after that, I went back to him again. In fact, I think I went back to him again before we sold, I sold out to him, and we bought 40 townhouses together in one townhouse association, 40 of them. Put that in another deal, brought some other investors in to help fund that deal. And uh, as you can see, so now just real quick recap, I got a 10 unit with group of people, 11 unit, that's uh, 21, uh, two fourplexes, that's eight more, that's 30, and then a 30 unit with that guy, that's 60, and then 45 townhouses, that's 100. So within a two-year period of time, I bought 100 houses, plus all the ones I own myself. So you can see how I retired in two and a half years. I just kept growing. Now, I want you to understand that that growth has never stopped in my life. 
Because after I bought the 45 townhouses, I went over with another person. We bought four, four plexes together, another lady. And that was 16 more units, again, in a different company. Started a different company to do those 16 units. Uh, and then I went and bought another deal, which was the guy who had sold me the 11 houses plus the first house. His other family members weren't able to run the two apartment complexes, so I bought uh, two apartment complexes from him. One of them was a 16-unit apartment complex. The other one was an 8-unit apartment complex. And I bought those together in one company with another partner. And so I owned 24 units there with those. Um, I hope you see how this is going on, man. I hope you see. The next thing we bought was a 40-unit apartment complex. And some of the same people were in the other deals all got into this deal. And so we now own a 40-unit apartment complex. And at this point, I'm managing a lot of real estate. And my retirement was starting to look almost like a job again. And so at that point, I decided I was going to start divesting myself of the small apartments, small partnerships, and start buying large apartment complexes where... I don't have to work in the business anymore. So I sold off some of my stuff, bought myself a 64-unit apartment complex all by myself. Then I bought myself a 68-unit apartment complex all by myself. Then I bought myself an 88-unit apartment complex all by myself. And with those three, I was making about $15,000 a month cash flow each, about $45,000 a month. I was at the point in my life where there was no return. At this point, I knew. I was only going to get larger, so I've only got 30 seconds left. Here we go. I bought a 40-unit, 140. I bought a 108-unit, a 30-unit. I bought a 140-unit. I bought a 256-unit, a 270-unit, a 140-unit, a 320-unit, a 270-unit. Boom. And that's how I did it. Just that simple. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. For listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.